from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the importance of changing it up and having a change of scenery for your sexual intimacy. And I found this quote written by an anonymous author that said, change is the essence of life. Be willing to surrender what you are for what you could become. And, you know, that author was obviously talking about just individually who you are and what you could become. But as we're going to share with you in today's show, that also relates to change in your marriage mm-hmm. and specifically change of scenery um, in regard to your sexual intimacy. But as we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show, we do so with a hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriages. Top 11 must-have items for your bedroom, or I'm going to even add this week, any other room the two of you might find yourself in. And you can pick up your free copy at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must-have, and we'll have a link in the show notes. But we want you to go here so that you can discover a hit list of all the top items we've discovered in our last 19 plus years of marriage to ignite intimacy, connection, and comfort in the most important room of all, your bedroom. So from fun toys to those fabulous little items that set the mood, this is a list that you're going to want to have. So pick up your free copy today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash must have. And this, this hug, and for those of you that don't know, the hug is, um, they're, Stories from each one of you, stories of how the One Extraordinary Marriage Show or what you're doing in your marriage is creating transformation. And so Mm -hmm. this one came from a wife, and she starts off by saying, my husband and I have been married for 30 years. Wow, has the time ever gone quickly. Congratulations. Exactly. Yes. We are so blessed to have each other, our health, two grown daughters, and a grandbaby. It hasn't been easy. We've been through alcoholism, jealousy, deep and hurtful misunderstandings and quite honestly it continues to be a challenge we recently lost my father and I lost my footing there are issues we both struggle with but then I found the one family and I am ever grateful even though we've been married for 30 years I find that just listening to the podcast is so encouraging yes even now there is still a lot to learn I also find that it keeps my mind focused on my gorgeous husband, Mm. on the blessings that we have and the race that we still have to finish and finish well. Right. A few of my favorite things about your podcasts. I feel like um, uh, Julie Andrews and Sound of Music, a few of my favorite things. (laughs) I love that Tony says sometimes three times at the end of the podcast, we love you guys. Just a little note about that. There are often times when Tony's doing something for emphasis, just even in our own conversations where he repeats things three times. So that's just... that's just My family actually calls me out when I say things three times. Three times. It's his magic number. Uh, Well, Tony and Elisa, we love you too. My other favorite thing is the openness uh, openness and honesty. Cleaning up after sex? Leave it to you two to address that. I've only touched on the surface of your encouragement and so grateful it is there for us. I can't say thank you enough. Keep being real open and honest. Well, we're honored to have you part of the one family and each and every one of you part of the one family. You truly have impacted our lives and it's it's an honor to be a part of yours. Well, and the thing I love about this hug is that here's here's a wife that's been married for 30 years. 
she's very transparent with us and with the one family that it hasn't been easy. It hasn't been this like perfect 30 years. They've had their challenges. And yet what does she acknowledge at the very beginning that there is still more to learn Mm -hmm. That, that it's not, we haven't arrived. This isn't over. We're not like in the golden state of doing nothing in our marriage. We're still working at it. We're still investing in the relationship. And you know, as she shares, you know, they're, they're learning and they're changing their marriage mm-hmm. for the better. So that's, that's exciting. And, and it's just encouraging for each one of you, whether you've been married, you know, two days or 20 years or longer, right? longer. So Tony and I, some of you know that you've been listening for a little while. We moved a couple months ago and in doing so, you know, as you all know, when you move to a new house, there are rooms that the two of you have not had sex in. Why are you looking at me like that? Because. Because why? I'm just looking. Okay. I'm all good. Tony's got a little... There are times, guys, when I wish that you could... Like we were on video. Um, because just to see the expression on Tony's face right now, like, oh, I'm about to get called out. Yeah. Yeah. He is about to get called out because, you know, one of the things that we talk about often is change of scenery. Right. And we realized we t- we've talked about it like in bits and pieces on a lot of different shows, but we've never dedicated an entire show to this concept of change of scenery in your bedroom or getting out of your bedroom is actually how I should phrase that. Because, you know, there's no rule. There's no first of all, there's no married couples handbook on how you're supposed to do everything. A- and secondly, because there's no handbook, that means that there's no rule set in concrete chiseled on a wall somewhere, probably over your bed that says, you can only have sex in the bedroom, in the dark, at night, right? It, it, it doesn't exist. So for those of you that have been, you know, subscribing to that rule, I'm telling you, we're going to break that rule on today's show. Because when you, when you fall into these routines, guys, where it's literally the same way, the same time, and in the same place every single time, routines lead to boredom and boredom leads to disconnect. And I know a lot of you know this because when I talk to couples around the world, when we're doing coaching sessions, when we're doing all this kind of stuff, inevitably one of the two will say, I don't get it. When we're on vacation, the sex is amazing. Well, I mean, part of that's because you don't have all of your daily to do's, Mm -hmm. but the other part of it is you're in a different place. And guess what? You can capture some of that in your own home. And and this came up, like I said, Tony and I moved um, a couple months ago with the kids. And so we're in this new house. Some things about this house. It's a single story. Yay. We have window coverings on all of our windows in our old house. um, The back windows in like our family room area didn't have window coverings. The, Mm -hmm. The landlord at the time didn't want it. And we liked the natural light. So we didn't think anything of it. Except for those times that we would think about having sex somewhere else. And realize that those are the windows that look out on the golf course. Mm, okay, let's, let's think this one a little bit through. That was the old house. So the new house, window coverings all around so we can shut everything if we want to. Secondly, we have no neighbors, nothing to look at. There's actually a steep hill on the backside of our house. And the old house had tile and hardwood floors, or tile or hardwood in all of the rooms. Right. Which, which it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, like, let's just be honest. It's hard right? Hardwood floors, hard. So this house has carpeting. So we move in and I start getting the idea of like, oh, 
well, basically like we need to, we need to christen this house. Right. And so it's just been a busy season because we moved unexpectedly. So we moved in the midst of sports schedules and school schedules and launching rescue my marriage today and all of these different things. But here it is. This is, this is our spring break week. And my in-laws have very graciously offered to take the children for four days. And so I'm thinking, okay, now's the time. Like nobody's going to walk in late from practice. Nobody's going to say, well, I'm trying to watch TV or anything like that, right? Nobody's going to wake up early. And so I, the first night I proposed to Tony, hey, let's have sex somewhere else in the house. And I don't want anybody to send Tony hate mail, please. I'm going to, I'm going to say this at the beginning because it's all good between us. So he doesn't need the hate mail. Um, he looks at me and says, but it's going to be chilly if we're somewhere else. I like my bed. And, and here, and here's the thing, you know, we all go through these periods and, and I'm in one myself just, Wow, when Elisa brought it up, I, I I found myself just sort of going, yeah, but I just I like my bed, I, I'm okay there, and I had to you know I had to check myself. Well, because usually, usually, Tony is not the one complaining about temperature, right? So much so that we have, and we've shared it with you guys on the past uh, past shows. I mean, I have um, was it a, a heating pad? that has a pretty long cord on it. So right. like we can move this thing, you know, around. So, okay, that's one solution. And the second solution is we have like one of those little portable mini heaters, you know, that'll just like a little space heater type thing. Which is nice. Which is nice. We used to use it because um, the old house had tile in the bathroom and just a big wide open, open concept bathroom. It would get chilly. So I'd run the heater in there just to, you know, take off the San Diego chill. Don't make fun, all you people in the North. So... I even throw out the idea. I'm like, I'll plug in the heater. And he's like, nah, mm. I'm good. I'm like, okay, we, we got a little work to do here and quite possibly a podcast. So day two, I'm like, change the scenery. Once again, we have no kids. Can we have sex outside of the bed? And so like I start, we've got this really soft, fluffy rug and I'm like, oh, let me just get this. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're having sex outside of our bed, dude. Like outside, of, like we're not having sex in the same bed that we've been having sex in for the last, you know, however many months. We're gonna. We've only been here like a little over a month and a half. Yes, but Almost we weren't. Two. We weren't having sex outside of our bedroom at the old house because there really wasn't very many comfortable spots. Right. Except in the shower. Or on the couch downstairs. Or, or on the couch downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. No, we never had sex. Oh, yeah, we once did. we did. Twice. Okay. Good thing he keeps track of the two times in the fifteen months that we lived in that other house. <laughs> All this to say is that sometimes you're going to find yourself in these ruts. And I want to be very clear here that you don't have to be doing fireworks and changing it up every single time, right? That's an unrealistic expectation to put on you, your spouse, or your sex life, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes we need the comfort of the routines. We need the comfort of knowing what's going to work. And sometimes you need to bring back the anticipation of something different, a change of scenery, a change, because I will tell you, I mean, we literally, so this rug that I'm talking about, our, our master bedroom in this house is, it's the largest master we've ever had. It's huge. So we were still in our bedroom, but we were on this, this rug in a different part of the bedroom. And we actually had a different view out of the sunset. 
Mm-hmm. Just yeah. be, and honestly, guys, I mean, literally, we were like five feet away from the bed, but it was different because we weren't in the same physical location. Well, in in the same orientation, the way we typically lay down in our bed, you know, we were laying differently mm-hmm. and able to see out and over, um, over to the west and see that sunset. See the sunset, and and here's the thing, when when the two of you make a decision, and like I said, guys, I mean. Here, here was the change. We went from our bed to the rug in front of our bed and we changed from a north-south orientation because that's how our bed is set up to uh, east-west orientation and, you know, rotated 90 degrees and moved five feet. The only the only thing that would have made that awesome had you pulled out like a bearskin rug. We don't have a bearskin well, rug. Well, you could have surprised me with one. I could have. Yes. You're, you're, <laughs> ab- you're absolutely right. I could have. I was just trying to get you out of the bed. Right. And, and hey... That that sometimes happens in marriage, right? One spouse is going, let's do it, let's do it. The other spouse is like, eh, I, I'm okay, right? And, and so in that moment, Elisa didn't berate me. She didn't she didn't just flood me with just like, why not? You know, all these questions and just tear into me, right? I mean, we had conversation the day of, but that night when I chose not to, it wasn't this big ordeal. You know, again, that's sort of that, that time and tone, you know, knowing when to, to take it the next step. And at night at 10 o'clock, 1030 at night, when she was bringing it up, probably not the best time to start going deep into this. Like I just wasn't there and her, had she just started flooding me with questions, why not pointing the finger at me? I probably would have just retreated even more and been really just pissed off honestly. And so that's something that you have to realize with your spouse as well. When you're bringing up new suggestions, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, you may bring it up, but then you start, you got to look at, okay, what time is it? What's going on? Is it worth going into more right now? Or do you just, you just drop it for the time being and bring it up at another time. And the other part of that, I don't think you guys caught up on it, caught it when Tony was talking about it is we weren't having these conversations in our bedroom. Right, we don't talk. We've made a very conscious decision that we're not going to talk about, you know, what's not working or what it. Well, we will talk about what is working, but what's not working or what we might want to have the next time. We don't talk about that in our bedroom, and the reason why is that your bedrooms have a lot of emotional energy in them, and so talking about changing it up, um, like right before you're having sex or you know while you're like sitting there in the bed and you're like doing your analysis of, well, this didn't work and that didn't work and this and that. Wrong place, wrong wrong environment to have those conversations because then you start, the person that's receiving the negative feedback, and that's what it is, it's negative feedback, starts to play that tape in and you don't want negative feedback associated with your bedroom. Right. That's a bad loop to get yourselves into. And change of scenery is, is a big deal. Right, I mean, Elisa brought it up at the at the top of the show. We, we, we've been we've been told, and we've done it over and over and over again in our bedroom. We feel, you know, we feel safe there. We we feel like, hey, this is the place it needs to be. Early on in the show, we talked about even just having sex with the lights on, and how many of you came to us back then, going, "Oh my gosh, never thought of it." Now that for us is pretty routine. Now, I mean, having lights on. Dur- well, during the day, lights are on. At night, 
lights are on. It's rare if we have sex with them off now. That has become almost a routine. I think if we turned them off, that would be the opposite for us. That would be the change of scenery because it'd be like, what do we do? Well, and I think part of that too is that because when we go to bed, we're so tired. I think you and I both know that if we're in a room that's completely dark, the chance that we're going to fall asleep faster is much greater. Right. So I think it's I think it's a preventative measure. I mean, mm-hmm. we can definitely try it, but I think it's preventative that we don't have the lights completely off. Right. And, and I want to say one thing too. Since we've moved here, our house is still not completed on the inside. We have our interior designer, um, a great gal from church who's, who's designing the place. She's getting all our stuff. And for me personally, I'm sort of waiting for that to happen. She's doing a big reveal. And in my mind, I'm like really ready for that to happen so that the house just looks awesome. And then I can take advantage of like the dining area. I can take care, I can take advantage of the living area. I can take advantage of the family area, family room area, you know, because for me, uh, honestly, I, I just feel like, wow, it's going to be this awesome place that we're living in where right now it's still sort of drab. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Yeah. Even in our bedroom, you've said it, we have a lot of space in there and yet it's still pretty darn drab. We have like those two chairs sitting in against the one wall and we got all this space and there's no pictures up. And so I think even for myself being here, knowing that we have her coming in, really going to be staging this place and making it look just awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of excited about that piece of it. So, hey. These are things you guys got to talk about and learn and, and why, you know, maybe one of you is just having a little block mm-hmm. and just speaking about this right now, that that's where I am. And I see that. So, you know, some ideas though for you guys, if you're going, wow, we, we do need to change it up. We need to get outside of our bedroom. Like Elisa said, get on the floor in your bedroom on, you know, a plush floor covering. You know, maybe go pick one up if you don't already have one. Go to the shower in front of a mirror. You know, those are some ideas. In in your backyard, once it warms up, you know, under the stars, right? Now, again, many of you are going, well, Tony and Lisa, we have kids. So do we. So you're going to have to, you know, is it over a weekend when they're gone? Is it something like that? Do you need to get like a, do you need to get a, um, a fire pit? You know, make sure that that fire pit's burning. So that way you guys got some heat coming off of that. I actually want to share you. We've got a couple of testimonials from couples who have chosen to change, do a change of scenery. And so this, when Tony mentions the kids and the fact that a lot of us, you know, have children, here's a quote from a couple that said, uh, when we were talking about changes, they're like, we're going to have to think about this. It's hard to do it in other places in the house with four kids still at home, which means there are more than four kids in this equation. But we may have to get creative. We had a little fun in the shower this morning with plans for doing more tonight. So here's the thing, guys. Your kids are not your excuse. Th- they're not. Okay. When you use your kids as your excuse, you're making a decision not to make your marriage a priority. So like Tony said, choose those times when the kids are away. You know, don't give your kids a key to the house so that when they're coming home, they have to knock on the door, right? If they don't have a key, they, they have to knock and then you've at least got time to throw something on. You don't get caught unaware. You know, take advantage when everybody's either, you know, if you've got little ones when they're napping, let's face it, nap time is a beautiful time that parents do not use enough for their marriage. It's not just a time to get stuff done. It's a time for the two of you to connect. 
right? You know, I, I mean, I just, I think about it because we went from a two story house to a single story house, which for us has been a tremendous blessing. And I just, I, I look at it and I realize there are so many rooms in this house that, that we could explore together, right? And each one of you has that same kind of setup, right? I mean, you don't just have, you don't just live in your bedroom, right? You don't do everything in your bedroom. You have a living room, you have a dining room, you might have a family room, you've got a kitchen, you've got bathrooms. I mean, that right there is like five different places to have sex, right? I mean, it's there. Right. It's there for the taking. I mean, when we've done the seven days of sex challenge with the audience in the past, I mean, people are having, you know, sex out in the RV. They're doing it, you know, in the stars, mm-hmm. you know, the RV parked in there. was. I remember one year it was like the RV was parked for a family reunion and they're like, we'll be back in a little bit. And they went and, you know, did something and had fun in the RV while everybody else was like attending the family reunion. Well, this past Christmas we did that. Oh yeah. We were the ones in the RV. Right. <laughs> That was not the story though that I was referring to. I, no, no, no. I know you weren't, but I'm just saying we, we've done that. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, um, years ago, I mean, we've gone into different places in the car, mm-hmm. you know, after date night. That's something that we've done. I mean. Thank goodness for limo tint on yes. the windows. Yeah, yeah that, that was key on that one. You know, dark, dark windows. Um, dream. Think. Outside the box. And, and I think that's, you know, as, as we go over this show and, I, and I'm just, and I'm listening to Elisa, you know, that's where, that's where I need to be again, right? I need to dream again. I need to dream about those places that would be fun, that would be exciting, that, um, that would give us just a, a sense of adventure, a sense of like, wow, we're going to, we're going to try this here, right? And and also just to think of like where we talked about the show, you know, the clean up after sex, cleaning up after sex, you know, letting that go, letting loose in that area, mm-hmm. you know, not being so like, oh my gosh, do we have a towel? Oh, do we have that? And I love all you guys who commented on that show. I mean, it's one of the most commented show we've had in a while where you guys were just sharing what you've done and what you do do. And, and it was just awesome to see that and read that. And if you haven't seen or, or listened to that show or seen the comments, go back and, and check those out. I, I want to share this other um, comment that we got from a listener talking about the whole idea of change of scenery. scenery. She said, fulfilled a longtime fantasy of my husband's at the office on the desk. Thanks for the encouragement. The timing was perfect. I'm sure he has a new smile on his face today as he's working at his desk. You know, I mean, Getting out of your comfort zone, folks. And, and a lot of what Change of Scenery is about is getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Your marriage needs you to, right? You, you know, there are certain things in marriage that when it's routine, okay, you know, like knowing that we go to church every Sunday. That's routine. We just build that in. That's the way we frame our week, right? Knowing that we're going to do our best to make it to our kids' sporting events. Okay, that's what we do. Those are the routines. Routines help us in some areas. When it comes to fostering the intimacy between the two of you, you've got to have a balance between routine and new, routine and change. And the reason why is that, you know, you're in this for the long haul, folks. You know, marriage is not a 24-hour experience, right? It's like a 50-year race. That's why I love the, um, the hug that came in that we read today, you know, we're only basically she's saying we're only 30 years into this and we've got a race that we need to finish and finish well. Mm-hmm. And that's advice for each one of us, including me and Tony, because we're 10 years behind her. Right. And so if we're going to finish this well, guess what? 
I, I got to keep bringing new stuff into it, right? I got to change it up. I got to bring excitement. I got to build anticipation, right? Because doing the same thing over and over again, that's where the disconnect happens. Right. And, and in this moment too, realize that these may be those times for quickies. This isn't the, hey, we're going to have the drawn out, you know, sexual experience. You, you may be on a time crunch. You know, your, your change of scenery is like, wow, we have this amazing sunrise that we get. And yet we only have so much time because of, you know, maybe kids are going to be waking up, what have you, you know, so take advantage of it, but don't make it like it has to be this, you know, 30 minute, 45 minute drawn out experience. It's that quickie that happens. And that really goes towards, you know, building the anticipation for something new and sharing your expectations. Mm hmm. Right, because you can be building anticipation, but if you don't discuss your expectations about this change of scenery and what it's going to be like and what kind of time you're going to have and and you know what what are those safeties that you have to build into the change of scenery, right? If the bedroom is safe because you can lock the door, you can turn on the sound machine, and you can you know you've got that drilled down. For those of you that are getting outside your comfort zone to explore a different change of scenery, you need to just think through what are those safeties. Right. It, for us, you know, when we when we chose to have sex in the car, it was we took the car that has the limo tint windows. So it's like black. Nobody you can't see inside that car. Right. It's choosing to be in the we living. Know, we no longer have that car. We no longer have that one. That's a little sad. Yeah. Um, that's why you made friends with a tinter the other day. I yes. just realized that, <laughs> you know, being in the living room again, that's not the day that I'm giving my son the key to get in the house. I'll actually forget to give him the key that day intentionally forget to give him the key so that he's got a knock on the door, right? Or choosing those times when the kids aren't there, right? Build in your safeties, have the extra blanket, um, you know, have your emergency kit. Oh, which can you do emergency kit in 30 seconds or less? Yeah. So your emergency kit is, you know, that, that towel or whatever you're going to use for cleanup, mm -hmm. right? If uh, you need, you know, if you use protection, make sure you have your condom in there. If you need um, lubricant, Make sure you have like a, a small travel vial of it, you know, so that way you have some lubricant so you, you can get wet instead of having to, you know, go into to a long drawn out foreplay. For, for some, that that is a concern. And, and even in our marriage, we were there um, for, for a period of time. That was, that was us. So we always had lubricant um, when we were out and about. And usually we just have it in a Ziploc bag. Ziploc bag because that way you can put all the garbage Back yep. in the bag. Yeah, there usually what we were using was a, a towel, like a, not a towel, paper but towel. a paper towel. Yep. Yeah, I mean, not not as comfortable, but you know what? All the excitement and the anticipation of being someplace different outweighed the slight, oh, that doesn't feel like it usually does after the fact. Right. You know, here's the thing. This week, we want you to ask each other some questions, right? Because maybe you've never had this conversation. Maybe you're thinking it's been bedrooms all the time, every time. So let's do something different. So you know, ask your spouse in what place, either inside the home or outside the home, would you like to make love outside of our bedroom? Or if you're in your bedroom, off your bed. Uh, what, what do we have to do to make that happen? Right? Mm -hmm. What are those safeties? Right. What do we have to plan? And when you think about getting outside of our bedroom, what excites you the most? Right? Start building that anticipation, even in the conversation. Like what excites you? Is it just, you know, looking at each other differently, being in a different environment, you know, the, the, the thrill of just doing something new, you know, and, and most importantly, the action step for this week, 
do it. Right. Right. Get out of your bedroom this week. And and hey, we bring this up because we're going to challenge ourselves this week as well. So just like you guys, you know, this, this ruffles us up. This, this causes some friction for us too. And why we bring it here because we need to do it. And so this week we're going to be doing that same thing asking these questions of each other, where we're going to do, what what are we going to do in this house? What are we going to do? It's a new place for us. So let's take advantage of it. Let's get outside of our comfort zone and let's find, and and let's change up the scenery. So, you know, what we're talking about is out of our first book called Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. And we have 12 other keys in there. So if you haven't picked up our book, Strip Down, you need to, because we go into you know, all six forms of intimacy and really start opening it up for you. So for the one family here on the podcast, if you go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash strip down, you can get the book in either physical, audio, or ebook. And we're going to give you a 20% discount at checkout. Just put in podcasts, all lowercase, and you'll get 20% off. So go grab that copy of strip down today at uh, oneextraordinarymarriage.com. So guys, don't be afraid of getting outside your bedroom. Don't be limited in what you think you can do or th- where you think you can have sex with your spouse. The, the world is literally wide open for you. So this week, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's going to be fun for us. It's going to be fun for you. Make it happen. Yeah. And come on back to the comment section. Tell us where you're going to go have sex. Share it. Just say, you, you know, you can put anonymous up there and just put, just put, hey, backyard, you know, living room on a bearskin rug, wherever you're going to do it, go do it. Have fun together. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys.